Hello and welcome to The Social Recruiting Show. I'm Katrina Collier. I'm a social recruiting trainer and speaker. I'm, of course, joined by my gorgeous co-host, the fabulous Audra Knight, who is an employer branding genius, nerd. I don't know. What am I calling you this week? Great bass player, which most people don't know. Also plays ice hockey and has fabulous purple hair. Today, we are talking about getting real with candidate experience because we think it's overdue with Angie Veros, who has a really long surname that you can say. Welcome to our show. <laughs> Thank you. It's awesome to be here. Andy. So how do we say the surname? Yeah. How, uh, Angelopolis. Oh, that's not so hard. That's not hard. Angelopolis. Yeah. Easy. Um, so I got to meet you, Angie, last week at HR Tech World, which was a cool event. Yeah. Um, but for anyone that maybe hasn't met you before, can you give them a little rundown of your career and what you're doing with Via Talent? Yeah, no, absolutely. So I, um, gosh, I fell, I fell into recruiting just like I think everybody does. Uh, about 13 years ago, I started my, uh, my life out of college as a stockbroker. And September 11th hit and I wasn't able to find a job. So I went to my recruiter who said to me, why don't you just become a recruiter? And I thought, well, what, what the hell do recruiters do? She's like, you just have to Good find question. Them, right? What do, what do we do? <laughs> um, and she just Good said, why, why don't you just do this? And so I ended up becoming a recruiter. I actually, um, I cried for six months. I hated my job. It was an agency. It was old school. Like picture the office, right? Or actually picture, um, oh, what was that one show? I mean, just really, really old school. And uh, they, yeah. they gave me a, a, a manual, uh, a manual that was like 11 mm -hmm. by 17, like a legal binding book that opened just not even like a normal book. Wow. And they said to me, well, here's, um, here's how you should recruit. Here you go. And yellow pages. They gave me a yellow pages and a phone and they said, mm -hmm. recruit. So... Um, I cried, but I cold called. I, that's all I knew how to do from being a broker. So I got on the phone and I called people and uh, I made my first placement, I think three months into the, into working that's for the agency. It was okay. I mean, I thought I, I, I was a little competitive. I wish I would have done it sooner. And then um, I was supposed to go out and find clients and I didn't want to do that. I was good at finding the people and then the recruiters that had been there for, you know, 50 years had the clients. So that's when I really just dove into sourcing and trying to mm -hmm. go out and, and, and get the talent. Anyway, fast forward. So I left agency. I went into a couple of different corporate roles. I worked for consulting firms. Um, and then I did, uh, I did RPO and then I just thought, well, why can't I just do this by myself, you know, and mm. be my own boss and not have to worry about anything else. And so seven years ago, um, I created uh, Via Talent and just recently decided to put together a website and get some business right. cards. And yeah, She's come so out. She's I've come out. out. I've officially, I mean, Audra you're going to have swag. have swag next. You'll have men yes. with your thing on it. You'll be pitching them at audiences. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not Daniel Cleavage. Maybe. <laughs> really going to sort that out. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'll have little Via men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. I can pitch those out as well. It can all be done. <laughs> no problem. Let's do it together. Yeah. I love that idea. So that's Different color idea. though. Yes, different color. Yes, although I mean, orange is my favorite color, but my colors yeah. are blue and orange. But we could use blue. Cool. We'll use blue. Yeah, use the blue. We can. Yeah. Oh, good. So, yeah. what's the aim of your company? So, what are you planning? Um, I my biggest thing is I just 
I really love to solve that problem of finding talent. I think we're in a, in a very competitive environment, obviously. Um, and the biggest need aside from all the fun stuff, right? Like employer branding and, you know, mm-hmm. um, just process within recruiting. Uh, I think that the biggest need is let's fill these jobs. So what mm-hmm. I do is I try to get a team of people on a project and um, help companies fill their positions as soon as possible. So not the contingency model, project-based, and yeah. uh, it, it works. It's, it's you know, like a, like a mini RPO type model. Um, we help fill jobs when companies are in a crunch. I love that idea. And I think you need, I do, I do think you need it now because it's like, like we said, compared to the yellow pages, people are now oh, online, gosh, yeah. you can find it. It's fine. Yeah. But actually, yeah. if you're coming at it from the in-house, I do think you have the upper hand. So by doing that, rather than being contingent, being in-house as a project team, I think you'll get better results always. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like just having all that type of experience, being in all different, you know, agency, RPO, corporate consulting, I mean, that definitely helps because then when you talk to clients and potential clients and they know that um, you've had that kind of exposure and you've actually worked in that type of an environment, it, it, it really helps. I mean, it was, it was, it was lucky for me that the recruiter who um, recruited me to become a recruiter, gosh, can I say that word one more time? Um, she was a a legal recruiter who worked for a financial services company and she literally would get like this little legal book and flip through pages and then fax resumes. The fact that I actually came out of financial services and I knew what, you know, a back office operations person was, was easy for me to find those folks. So that relevance I think was very important. Yeah, absolutely. You knew where they're at. I can see she's comment down the side here. Who's comments? Needs an explanation of what a fax is. I am just in case someone oh, yes. made Yes. <laughs> you know what a fax? Does anybody do, who does I'm not know what a fax machine it? is? I probably just misspelled it. Is it F A X or F A C S? I can't remember. No, it's F A X. I mean, do, God, they, do they do they exist anymore? Do fax machines? I, I had to fill out a new supplier agreement yesterday and said, "What's the fax?" <laughs> fax number and I was like yeah let's just leave that box like really (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's so funny I mean I I subscribed to like an online fax service once where you can just fax online Hmm. and uh like why just not use email yeah no I think it was for the remittances I'm sure it's just an old form and nobody's gone through and deleted off the fax number like we, yeah. we don't need to ask for this oh it's seriously I was yeah. crying laughing it, it comes oh, up yeah. a lot yeah and then and then if you want to go back a little more old school um if you have to do anything with Greece <laughs> yeah they want, they, they want mail right they want mail like oh just send it via postal for real <laughs> snail yeah. mail yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was, yeah. It was very different when I spoke there earlier in the year. It's a different vibe. I remember. I remember I saw your posts about that, and uh, that was pretty awesome. It it's, was amazing. Was, really, yeah. really. I mean, one, it was a cool venue. And the people were very, very receptive to social recruiting, which was really cool. But nice. I think the day before, we just sat in the sun all day drinking beer was the best. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, well, sure. let me. I'll be there. I'll be there in August. Let's go. I know. You keep telling me. I need to jump on a plane. Okay. Is that far from you? I can pick you up on the way there. Yeah, pop in. <laughs> we'll just make Audra jealous. Like no, all your I'll, photos of the bloody boat, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'll grab Audra on my way to London, and then we'll grab you, and then we'll just head over to the Greek islands. Done. Good. Perfect. We'll just do some recruiting out there. So you wanted to get real with candidate experience. Why did we pick that topic? 
what's bugging you about it that made you want to get real? <laughs> I think I, you know what? I just, I, I'm a big fan. I think that candidate experience is important, right? Um, if you're going to treat your candidates good, you're going to get better mm. results. So mm. I think that, you know, we, we forget the basics. Um, I think when it yeah. comes to recruiting, right, we, there's, so, there's so much noise when it comes to tools and technology. And I mean, Audra, we saw that last week with HR Tech World. And I'm mm. a big fan. I try every tool, any, mm. any technology that's out there, I, I will try it out. But at the end of the day, how are you going to engage those candidates and how are uh -huh. you going to treat them real, right? Yeah. I might be, oh, I guess I was, I guess I was boring her. You were boring. <laughs> Where'd she go? I can't see her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Audra. Oh, you. Sorry, turned on and it was very loud. Huh? The TV just randomly like unpaused itself and it was super loud. I didn't want to. Oh, we couldn't hear it actually. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I, I'm, I think I'm still very old school when I, yeah. and I still do source sourcing. Like I actively go out there and I recruit people and I get on the phone and I screen them. I mean, that's the part of the job that I still love. I really do enjoy that. And then finding them. with the phone? No, there's not, there's nothing wrong with the phone. I call people. Like I will, Isn't if I find funny? a phone number. Yeah. hundred percent response rate down. So they I mean, I mean, it's, it's, you know what, even, even like, um, the, the, do you guys remember the phones with the cords? Like the yeah. real like, landline? Well, doesn't, but I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, the phone, you used to put it on your shoulder and then the cord would hang. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I use that. But did you, did you ever have the bits of plastic, the, the, like the banana thing that would sort of help you get it to up no, to your head? No, I, so I never, to... I never did. Uh, I tried it once. I, but I just, I. I felt like an old, like an old lady secretary. So I never Absolutely. used that. <laughs> yeah. No, I did get a headset. Like I got like yeah. a, like a mega headset, but yeah. I didn't really care for that. I, whenever, when I worked out like in a cube area, yeah. then of course I just had to talk on the phone. But then when I had yeah. an office, I just closed my door and put them on speaker. Cause it was just easier yeah. for me. Um, but the phone works, you know, I, I was watching a movie with my kid the other day and she saw a phone. She saw yeah. a, like a real phone and she said to me, Mom, is that what the phones were like back in the olden days? Oh my God. In the olden days. I mean, I'm not that old. <laughs> Sorry, incoming. That's okay. <laughs> For some reason. I, I know, but I think it's, I mean, as you just seen last week, it, it's mind blowing how much technology has changed in such a short period. When you just said, yeah, you've been doing this for 14 years. When you think about that's such a short period of time and we've gone from, you know, faxes to emails to internet to like, you know, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Have you seen the question? Do you think no, with the release of Google for jobs? I, I don't know. Oh. And I haven't even I haven't looked, I haven't seen Google for jobs yet. I mean, there's I've I've heard so much about it, but I haven't seen it. Um so from what I read, um, I'm having a complete blank as to who wrote uh, Chris Hoyt wrote the post. It's really good actually. It looks a little bit like the shopping thing, you know, when you Google something in the shopping. Yeah, will pop up. It looks a lot like that to me. Um, actually, job boards and companies to improve candidate user experience and how well. well I'm, to be honest, I think we've had indeed all this time. So this is in a way just a nicer version. Yeah. It just looks nice and it looks really smart because you yeah. get like a box of six. If memory serves, they have so much. Google has so much data on you that they yeah. could really customize. I think. Yeah. yeah. The results. You know, do you think? 
Yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, I think from a user experience, right. I think that it, it, a lot of companies are trying to make that better. I think where my focus is, I, I like to, from a, from like a real experience, right. So yeah. if you, if you give the candidate a good experience from the job post to the application process to all the technical stuff, right. But then mm. when you're having this, this human piece, like the big, the biggest thing that mm. I have a problem with is when you reject a candidate and then you never tell that person, right? Like yeah. the hiring manager tells you, okay, we're going to pass on John Smith because he wasn't the right fit. And then you're like, well, well, why should, why should I call John and tell him he didn't get the job? Maybe he'll just assume if I don't call him. Right. Mm -hmm. So that yeah. piece, I think is so important. I think the reason why I love candidate experience so much and people will, people will disagree that it doesn't get you hires and whatever. And yes, it's not the bottom line that's going to get you hires, candidate experience, but it makes an impact on a candidate and what they're going to say about you. You know, good experience, bad experience, right? Yeah, when, exactly. When, when I was in, um, in college, I worked at Nordstrom. And back then, um, you know, it was all about customer, uh, customer, um, um, customer service. And it, leaving the employee um, entrance to go into the store, there was a sign and the sign said, number one, the customer is always right. Number two, if the customer is wrong, go back to rule number one. Or number right? one. And so I always grew up with that, that you have to treat people the way that you want to be treated. Right. So, yeah. um, I mean, I just, I just think it's important that you treat them nice and then you get a good reputation. Bad news travels faster than good news. And you're not going to hurt anybody by being kind and nice to candidate, not letting them sit and wait in the lobby for 20 minutes before your hiring manager shows up or, you know, yeah. th things like that, I think are very important. I think even going back a step as well, where I, I issue interesting debate went on on Facebook about this, but even just that, like, if we're talking about Google jobs, so your job's right at the top, you click it on a phone, most likely, and you can't apply. Like it's like, even, it starts then, like how easy oh, sure. are you making it? And it was funny because um, I think it was Animal actually shared my blog that says basically if you can't apply, go into the CEO, give them the phone and make them do it because I just don't see an easier way of getting the point across. But someone came back and went, oh, I don't think 10 minutes is a long time. And I'm thinking, well, it depends what you're recruiting. I just yeah. think some people want it really easy that, you know, they're in high demand. They shouldn't have to spend 10 minutes. I agree. Just, what, how hard is it? Click CV, send, resume, okay. sorry. That's it. Like, well, that's how it should be. I mean, if you're going to yeah. have, if you're going to have like a 45 minute application process, who's going to spend the time to do that? Yeah. And then yeah. if they do and you don't reject them, even without thinking the interview bit through, like they've spent all that time. Yeah. Yeah. He's absolutely. Just, I'm so sorry. He's just like breathing on me. It's the worst smell ever. Sorry. <laughs> oh, who? This guy? No. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> So you can see all my mess. It's completely hidden from everybody because of my That's screen. okay. You can see, you can see my mess behind me. <laughs> But Andy, when you talk about word of mouth, like it's even more, absolutely more important now with like Glassdoor and Indeed reviews and all those different sites. Because I mean, it does, they are going to have their, their say and that could, that could affect tires right there. You know, oh. enough people say that. So. Absolutely. And we've always done that, no? We've always bitched about. Right, but more, it didn't matter so much. Well, we have a good experience. Now we can bitch yeah. to hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I mean, and some people will believe it and some people won't. Like, I personally don't believe that a glass door review that's perfect is real. Right. So sure. you're going to, yeah, you're, you're going to see all of it. Right. I, the good, the bad and the ugly, you're going to see it all on there. But why have so much ugly when you don't, when, when it's so easy, right. It's just easy. Yeah. You know, I used yeah. to work at a company and I used to, I used to preach to the, the team about, 
feedback and getting feedback to me about their candidates and not even that, like showing up for the interviews. I've actually had hiring managers not show up for an interview that was confirmed on their calendar. And then what, what do I do? Then I have to entertain the candidate while I have to do my job, you know, and then try to cover up for that. Like, that's crazy. I mean, is yeah. that, you know, I, I've had candidates come to me and say, um, your, your recruiting process is terrible. What makes me believe that your business process is going to be any different, right? So yeah. doing that, you know, I mean, that's that that's that makes a difference. So when you've had that situation where you've had asshole hiring managers literally not turn up, yeah. how have you got around it? I mean, how have you got them on board in the, with the importance? It's it's hard to get them all on board, you know. Uh, if they're looking to fill their jobs and they've got candidates, they are qualified pre-screened that they want. Uh, and they yeah. don't show up. Well, I'm not getting them any more people. You know, yeah. you have to you have to stand firm on that. You so you push back and go enough. You, you, have to. you have to. But you know, when you're when you're working for a company um, and you're it's it's a give and take, right? You're you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If you mm -hmm. if you don't get them any more candidates, then you're not moving for, forward with the business objective, you know, to get the jobs filled. But then if you, if they're not showing up and you're creating a bad experience for your candidates and you're still stuck, right? So it's yeah. just educating them, you know, at all hands meetings that we had or just you know, calling a training session to let them know how simple it is. I think if you create a very simple process um, mm. with the hiring manager and just and and have them be a part of it. There was a company that I worked for that had all of their employees be a part of the recruiting process. And so they felt that they had ownership in that and that helped a lot. Yeah. So they were um, they were the ones that actually uh, screened the candidates and they were the ones that took them to lunch and they were the <laughs> ones. <laughs> He's going to eat your little guy. <laughs> Not little though. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. He just wants to sit on my lap, which would be really painful because I'm in shorts and he's got really nasty claws. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, here he goes. Oh, my God. Sorry. I've now lost my little man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be sorry. David's Nicola, I'm pronouncing that correctly, is asking questions down here. Oh, so yeah. What was the biggest takeaway you had at HR Tech? But then. Oh, hang on. All hiring managers who fail to show up at their own scheduled interviews shall receive 10 lashes. 10 lashes. Bring it on. Bring it, David. I think Angie would really enjoy doing that. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if it's appropriate to talk about that stuff today. Why <laughs> <laughs> not? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, if I sometimes I, I don't know if it's if it's nice to say this, but I like I just want to beat them down sometimes. Like just right. all you have to do is show up to your interview. Just go. Yeah. Or reschedule. Like, you know, we all get into our work bubble. That's why I love doing what I do because I'm not in a bubble. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think that's the problem. I, I, I think, again, it goes back to educating them. If they don't know how important, like people think that the recruiting, you know, the recruiting function is a non-generating function. So why should we consider that to be, you know, to be an important thing in our business. And that's so wrong, you know, mm. but I think that if you go to, um, if you, if you take the facts and you show what the value proposition is when it comes to mm. money and numbers, um, I think it makes a difference. At one point I was looking for a recruiter to come and help me because I didn't have the bandwidth to work at, you know, for, yeah. for some of these jobs and it was a consulting firm. So mm. showing the value of not having the resources for the client, 
then you lose the project. The project could very well be a million, two, five, ten million dollar project. So how yeah. can you tell me I'm not in a rev revenue generating environment? If I'm finding exactly. you people to generate revenue for the company, I mean that's still mm. that's still it. So yes, David, lash for sure. Yeah, bring it on. Bring it <laughs> on. New branding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why if you're not throwing out little men, you're throwing out whips. <laughs> when you speak. I can just imagine, right? I can yeah. just imagine SourceCon, right? Standing on the stage yeah. and being like, all right. <laughs> be a hiring manager, people. Um, it was interesting as well, too, like taking that a step further. So if you are doing bad candidate experience or your hiring managers aren't turning up, obviously you're not getting quite the right people in. And it, the, at the REC event I was at on Wednesday, the cost of a bad hire is three times the basic salary. And you're kind of oh, going, yeah. well, there's an easy calculation to go, shit, yeah. as yeah. well. Like another one to throw out. You keep doing... Oh, these claws when you're wearing shorts. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you guys so didn't need to know that, did you? That's okay. <laughs> Where's well, Blubcat? You're not where you're supposed to be. Where's my Blubcat? He's lonely at home. Poor uh, guy. We usually have Blubcat oh. because when we used to be on Blab, so like, yeah. we haven't renamed him Crowdcast Cat. Nope. I, don't so. have, I don't have any pets. Well, you're I do. Like I have Chip. <laughs> I have the electronic dog Chip. My daughter has him. <laughs> And he's a little <laughs> electronic dog, and um, you could tell him to do yoga. You can tell him to dance, and he moves for you. Yeah, he's with the little wow. Bluetooth. Yeah, little Bluetooth dog. Less smelly. And when I'm when I'm he lonely, doesn't I'm smell. Lonely. What are you talking about? Okay, I lied. <laughs> I do. I do have a really awesome story um, about. Canada. Oh, Laura's comment. Laura Hepka, I love these electronic dogs. They're easy to house train. So true. Yes, they are. They are. But oh you my know, god, he doesn't listen. Sometimes he doesn't listen. When you tell him to do oh. yoga, he dances. <laughs> yeah, but I bet it's easy to help him. It's pretty cool. Um, I don't think he's charged. Otherwise, I'd show him to you guys. Um, you have over 100 fidget spinners. I, so I'm not getting this whole fidget spinner thing. Yeah, you. I don't, you know what? I don't get, I don't get it either. Mm. Wait, 100, David? What is wrong with you? No, he's saying you do. He says you do. <laughs> Who? Oh, Angela. No pets, but oh, Angela? Wait. No, facts. No, facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so back, back to his question: What was the biggest takeaway from HR Tech? Yeah, maybe Ooh, like, David. Take um, okay, takeaway. Um, I'll tell you my my favorite. I don't know if it's gonna be if it's a takeaway, but the 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 most fun that I had at um, uh, HR Tech World, except for the time that I spent with Audra, because we had an awesome time. Uh, I went on a sailboat. Did Smart recruiters had a sailboat. Well, we didn't do, we, I mean, we had a few beers. There was a few, possibly. There were, there were a few. Um, but we went on a, um, we went on a sailboat. Um, Smart Recruiters was doing, were, they were doing sailboat rides and I signed mm -hmm. up for it. And um, I'm trying not to look at the questions, but um, it was, it was awesome. Little did I know that uh, a sail, like a little catamaran sailboat, was going to be like a netted trampoline and I'd be sitting on that and maneuvering my way throughout yeah. for about an hour. I have bruises all over my legs. Did you get I wet? Was, yes. Uh, oh yeah. And then, and then I sat with Audra for like the remainder of the conference in wet jeans it was not, was not mm. comfortable. That would have been way <laughs> smellier than banjo. <laughs> it was. Oh, uh, the question. Yeah, it, was, I mean, it was good. Uh, it was fun. A really good event for sure. I, the one thing I thought was a cool takeaway was I forget who said it even, but um, disrupt or be disrupted. So you yeah. got to just do stuff because if you don't, somebody's going to come in and do it, and you're 
you'd just be in trouble like Blockbuster. Yeah. Those kinds of how did they not yeah. see that coming? Like seriously. Exactly. Yeah. But they said we're doing well, we're doing well, we're doing well, we'll just keep doing it. Yeah. But that's the problem. Is that yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I mean, there were so, there were some really great speakers. There were just a lot of great content. I tweeted about it and all that, you know, all that that mm -hmm. fun stuff. I think another really good one, I think what Gary V said. Um, that why he's successful, he just does it and then tells people, right? He doesn't tell people what he's yeah. going to do. He just does it. And if it works, it works. And then if it fails, he didn't tell people he was going to do it. And then he failed and he's been successful at that. And I really like that. Yeah. yeah. So I find that about social recruiting. So when I'm training it and people are like, oh, oh, I, I couldn't possibly use Facebook. And go, well, why don't you just go do it and see what happens? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and if you get the results, then you can go, well, I got the results. So what's the problem? Yeah, where's this all this fear? There's so much fear, but I mm. yeah, yeah. I, I know. I was I was at an event the other yesterday, as a matter of fact, and we were talking about recruiting. You know, uh, uh, sourcing hacks on Facebook and on Twitter, yeah. and um, the 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 they asked the audience, you know, to who uses Facebook for recruiting. Um, I raised my hand, and there were 50 people in the room. I think there were two or three people who raised their hand, and they said, "Do you message people on Facebook?" And I was the only one that raised my hand. And so he asked me, well, what, what do you say? And I'm like, I just say in a message, you know, I, I hope it's okay that I'm reaching out to you via Facebook Messenger. If not, here's my email address. If you don't want to, you know, if, if you don't want to talk to me, you're not going to accept it, right? I've never yeah. had someone come back and say like, no, you can't contact me here. You know? You are, as the recipient, you are in such control yeah. because you can read it before you accept it. And if your profile looks like a, a great person to talk to, nobody's going to be bothered which mine naturally does so everybody wants to talk to me <laughs> but i'm forever saying send them a video because then they've got the how are you going to resist the freeze frame of somebody's face with the play button and oh, they can see that before they accept yeah and it's like then they hear your voice and you can say so much more in those 30 seconds i'm like oh, I, I don't like see what the big deal is them and yeah. not just yeah that's right. videos it, it really goes yeah. back to real right like being real yeah i think that's i mean yeah. if this is if this is recorded i'm gonna i'm gonna post this on my profile then they can Absolutely. see who i am yeah and friend. also when you when you start looking at you know this fantastic move that linkedin's made blocking all the chrome extensions um mm -hmm. i get why they've done some of them but the, what frustrates me of course is they block the ones that allow you to cross map and find out the extra bits of information you can use in that beautifully targeted personal information you know messaging yeah that frustrates me but i get why they've done it but at the same time i'm like it's just dumb all that's mm. going to happen is we're going to shift yeah we're just going to finally go enough found somebody i'll google their name i'll look they're over there on facebook i'll go over there exactly there's, there's no point paying to send an email when no. nobody's using the site yeah because i agree it turned off the email yeah it's like oh. but so i hope that more and more will use Twitter and Facebook. I just, I think they're amazing. I think so too. I mean, there's and Instagram. Instagram. Oh my God, yeah. Instagram. Like freaking message everybody. Really? <gasps> yeah. That's the one I haven't, Even I haven't tried it. Accounts. I haven't tried Instagram. I'm not on it very often. Yeah. I probably should. But then Snapchat. I I mean, do you guys do anything on Snapchat? I don't you know. know what? We, went, we went really buzzy on Snapchat and then went quiet, didn't we? I think because everyone's doing Instagram yeah, stories instead. It was it was really time consuming. I loved it, but I ended up spending a lot of my day taking clips of videos and yeah. it really made my family too. Yeah, I don't I mean I have a Snapchat account. I think I have like one friend on there. I don't even know how to use it. So I yeah. I I don't I don't do that. But I do Watch Facebook out. a lot. I do Facebook I keep a lot. Tangled on him. Right. I'll I'll send you some stuff when we come offline anyway, so you'll be able to okay. have a have a gander. But I, I'm a huge Instagram fan. 
Okay, good. Huge, then I have to start doing that too. Laura, Laura Hepka, you are absolutely right. It is yeah. Huge. yeah. The only thing I know how to do on Snapchat is look at the, the, just open my mouth and stick out my tongue and have a rainbow come out of it. Or yeah. fire. <laughs> or fire. So actually, speaking of which way is he? Because I think that and I think of Matt Darren and he's not here. Where is he? What's happened, What's happened to Mr. Darren? I haven't seen him for ages. Is he okay. actually working hard? <laughs> Poor guy. Is he? I looked at his schedule because I needed to set up a meeting with him and it was just blocked all week. <laughs> wow. Apparently Matt's getting his beard done according to David. <laughs> oh my God. David, you're so funny. And I owe you a phone Isn't call. He? I'll call you. I'll call you later. He's just the best. David's awesome. Yeah. We should have got him on as well. It'd be all craziness. <laughs> yeah. There you go. yeah. Come on, David, throw something at us. We're ready to hear about your, it's your all gonna happen. It's all going to happen. They've, they've gone all quiet down here. Yeah, they did. Are we? Are we not we entertaining? Some lovely new people who aren't, aren't chatting, which is lovely as well. Oh, and we have another question up here. I'll read. Um, what's the one thing candidates want or need most once they're in the hiring process? And then he says, once you get the hiring manager to show up for an interview. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's Laura. Yeah. Cool. Yes. So I think um, it's important. Number one for them once they're in the hiring process to know what that process is. Right. So be transparent from the beginning and let them know uh -huh. that, you know, the first step is going to be a phone interview with this person. The next step will be, you know, you'll come into our office. Um, what I used to do for one company, there's two examples I'd love to share. There's one company, software development firm here in Chicago. I would send them a complete list of this is who we are. This is how we work. Here are a couple links uh -huh. to the, you know, best places to work or blah, blah, blah. Check out these profiles. Uh -huh you know, kind of prep the candidate so that they know what to expect. And then when you are on site, you will be meeting with these folks. They will take you to lunch. You know, do you have a preference? I mean, just full transparency. And then they would know that if all goes well during this conversation, you, you know, the offer will go out, you know, within three days, like they had, a, you know, process that was just perfect. And, and I, that I really liked candidates appreciated that because they were fully transparent from the very beginning. There were yeah. other companies that I worked for where, and mostly on the consulting side, they're like, we like the candidate, but we might, we, we, we may want him to come back in again. We may want him to come and meet with the client. We're not sure. And then that process lingered so much. And it was very, um, it was very hard to keep them, uh, you know, entertained, if you will. Um, um, one guy that we hired was, um, um, I recruited him and I kept him in my pipeline for nine months, oh. nine months. Luckily he was okay Why? where he was at. Well, because we didn't have a specific need for him at the time oh, because okay. it was a consulting firm. But the nice thing was that he said to me after the fact that had it not been the way that you communicated with me and kept in touch, like invited him to a happy hour or let's grab lunch or just an email like, hey, did, you know, want you to know that we didn't forget about you. And then nine months later, he was hired. Like you have to nurture, right, yeah. the relationship. So That's I thought so that funny. that was... Like when you think about it, so, you know, you, you go, well, actually, you guys probably don't do this so much, but London being yeah, all about public transport. But, you know, you turn up and it'll say the tube's arriving in this time or the next bus is at this time. Or, so we always have that clarity in every other area. But for some reason, when it comes to this, we're like, oh, no, we don't need to give any. But people yeah. always want to know. Yeah. You know, like I, when's delivery happening? You go online, you check out the delivery code. It tells you it's coming out at this time. And if exactly. you don't know, you get frustrated. Exactly. That's, Exactly. Or the feedback thing, right? Like, you know, hiring managers don't give me feedback. Okay. So you're going to try to get as much feedback as you can from the hiring manager. Yeah. But if you don't really have much, well, tell the candidate, you know, 
I don't have much. I don't have much. Just be, you know, transparent. I'll tell them my mm-hmm. thoughts, right? Like, I think you you sucked at this. I mean, I won't say it like that, right? But tell them that I think next time you need to, you know, <gasps> whatever. I, I had someone um, message me the other day who said, you know, I think I did really bad. And then she stated exactly why she thought she did really bad during the interview. Mm-hmm. And so I read that to the hiring manager and I said, so this is what she feels. And she goes, yeah, exactly. She sucked, you know, but I didn't tell her that, you know, I just gave her the feedback and said, you know, maybe Mm. you need to brush up on your, I don't know, communications or whatever, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. But I do want, you know, one, one, um, company that's doing an amazing job. I'm going to give a shout out to is, um, duo security. And the reason I say duo is Ambrosia. So I interviewed for a job with Ambrosia uh, like Mm -hmm. a year and a half ago and I didn't get the job. Um, which was fine. I just, it, it, yeah, I wasn't the right person for that job, but I do have to say the entire interview process, although it was lengthy because they had a lot going on, there were a number of moving parts. Um, every single person that I interviewed with asked me at the end of the interview, whether it was video, they were mostly video calls, um, mm. whether this works out or not, can you tell me so far how your experience has been? Wow. And it was, and I, it, I thought it was so amazing that even like the, their, um, one of their VP of business development that I spoke with asked me that their CEO asked me that he was one of the I'm final so conversations. That That's such an awesome question. It was awesome. He said to me, regardless of whether it's going to work out, tell us what your experience has been so far. Right. And I did say, you know, although it's been a little lengthy, but I understand the circumstances with travel schedules and yeah. whatever. I mean, the fact that they actually took the time to ask me that, right? To even care. And then I didn't get the job. Well, guess what, ladies, every time there's a post about duo, it's liked and retweeted and shared. Retweeted and and I mean, look at the positive news, you know, that I'm sharing yeah. from just having an experience. I didn't get the job, but yeah. I had a great experience. Right. And then there's other places yeah. where, you know, I've had a really shitty experience and then maybe took the job. I don't know, but you know, <laughs> And then you find out it's like the, the whole way through and think, what was that yeah, thinking? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely right, Laura. Good candidate experience equals advocacy. Yeah. That's amazing. So even okay. if you didn't get the job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I told Ambrosia when I saw her last week, I'm like, I just think you guys are doing such amazing things. And if they're doing that with every other, every other um, candidate, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. People will slip through the cracks. You've got a lot of volume. You've got a lot of stuff going on. But if you can try to be as consistent as possible, you know, mm. a, a fun fact, I know David's going to say something. I grew up in the restaurant business. My family had restaurants. Yep. And um, the same thing goes there, right? It, the Yelp. I mean, people have a bad experience. Oh, They're not going to come back. And consistency. Yeah. You know, you, it, you're going to go to a restaurant and you're hoping that, of course, the service is going to be good. Mm. But then the food, right? Like if you're not consistent with your with your product, you know, then mm-hmm. people are going to stop coming to your store, you know? So yeah, that's my so, story. It's like, uh, you know, that what happened with these, you probably remember me freaking out about these because I had them printed. That's the first time I've ever had any swag made and my logo rubbed straight off and the guy got them printed and he, he sent them, he FedExed them to the U S. So they arrived at the conference two hours before I spoke all yeah. the way from the UK. I wrote him the best review. I'm not sure he's ever seen it, but I went straight on to everywhere that it would be seen, you know, Google Maps, etc. Yeah. Dog groomer up the road. I wrote them a one star. You know, yeah, and all it was, they, they just were rude. That yeah. was it. And it was yeah. like, I don't know. So, about, it's so easy to be human. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but for me, like, I worry sometimes, like, when I go out, yeah. like, like, if I'm going to go to grab a cup of coffee 
you know, I want, I want a good cup of coffee. Right. And sometimes I worry when I get to the place or, you know, and I like little boutique coffee shops. I'm not a big fan of Starbucks or, you know, I like those, but I worry sometimes when I walk in, I'm like, Oh my God, are they going to, are they going to make my coffee? Okay. Or like, Mm. I'm looking forward to going and having (laughs) dinner with my family at this, you know, at this restaurant. And usually the food's really good, but the last time or two, it wasn't that great. Like, Oh, like yeah. I hate that, right? Like, why should candidates feel that as well? Like, they should feel confident going into things, and you know. So I, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm more stubborn as I get older. But like, mm. I like mm. good stuff, you know. Just, just consistency. Just, yeah. So what? So okay, I know how I do it, but let's find out how you do it. So what about you know? They have a bad experience. They do take it to Glassdoor, Indeed, Facebook, wherever they write their review. What's your suggestion on tackling it? So I think on Glassdoor, if someone writes a really bad review and if it's true, right, you have to you have to respond to it and I think be real about it. Yeah. Admit that maybe you did make a mistake and in a, in a yeah. nice way, you know. Um, there were times where our, our volume was pretty high and and we did get really bad reviews, and so it was, you know, we thank you for your feedback and for being candid. And although this isn't the normal way that we like to do business, unfortunately, and blah blah blah, you give your excuse. But I think acknowledging yeah. that you did that. I think goes so much further yeah. as opposed to just letting it sit there. Um, you know, some people don't believe in Glassdoor. Some people think that their, you know, their company has been hijacked by Glassdoor and that they just put all that information on there. But you know what? It doesn't matter. These days mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Someone can go on Facebook on their own account, tag the company and write, I had a shitty experience here, and then it's public knowledge, right? So yeah. I just, you know, being transparent about it and and tackling it and acknowledging that there's an issue, I think yeah. is very important. I think there's an absolutely brilliant one. So Just Digital People, a a recruitment agency in Australia, random fact as opposed to me being biased, and they're they're slightly insane. So they're a bit like chalk and cheese or Vegemite or Marmite as Audra and I would talk. You either love them or you hate them. But they have a really, really shocking review on Facebook, one star. But what's even funnier was the girl then goes back and writes a comment on her original one saying, I stand corrected. I have now met them and they are not like I thought. it's now fine and I think it's really brave they've left it there as well because I'm sure there was probably way oh actually because you can go and turn reviews off altogether which would hide them all but they've actually bravely left it there and they're really active on Facebook so yeah but people don't think about Facebook reviews or Google map reviews is the other place I've seen oh sure people just don't even think and it's like you know I was looking for horse riding lessons and there was this don't work at those stables they're really shit they underpaid me blah 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 yeah yeah Okay, then. Yeah. (laughs) It's, uh, I I couldn't agree more, but that's awesome. She went back and said, I stand corrected. Yeah. That's great. And I just thought good for them for leaving it there. And the other one I know um, I've spoken about before, so some of our regulars will heard, but Reward Gateway over here, Glenn Elliott, the CEO, writes back to every single Glassdoor review within 24 hours because he knows that if he writes, hi, it's Glenn here, they know who it is. Yeah. And he he will full go, he'll write like quite long. He takes yeah. it really, really seriously. Yeah, I think doesn't um, one of the CEOs is it Zillow was some other CEO I can't remember oh, the name of the company. Yeah. I think he tweets like every Friday, like time to do my Glassdoor reviews, and he responds directly yeah. to them as doesn't, well. I thought the CEO of Zillow was also at some point the CEO of Glassdoor. Oh, I mean, I could be wrong. Do I don't know. know. I have to ask Kay. Kay Callison works at Zillow. Yeah, I can't remember, um, but it was it was someone. It, it was a CEO, and I before I insert foot and mouth, I'll stop. But someone does that. Oh, well. but that sounds awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think more than, more commonly CEOs don't even know what Glassdoor is. Yeah. It's just not there yet. Yeah. I, I think it's changing though. Know. Yeah. No. It's crazy because it's big. It's not small. Yeah. But also yeah. now with the Google Jobs things, it's coming out even higher. So there's something going on there. Quite yeah, I can't wait to check that out. I haven't, I haven't had uh, time to look at it, but I'm, I'm, I can't wait to look. Only, at it. It's only in the US. I mean, we still haven't got Facebook jobs here, but mind you, I personally think that's a waste of space. But um, <laughs> go order. <laughs> you look like bewitched just then. <laughs> oh, see, I'm showing my age. I, I know bewitched. Well, I know bewitched. <laughs> I know bewitched. Yeah, do you know you know Duran Duran, right? You know who Duran yeah. Duran. Okay, good. Because when people don't know who Duran Duran is. We got, problems. We got problems. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Uh, so a lot of what we're talking about now is, so say like 200 people apply for your job, but we're talking about those three or four or five that make it into the interview process. Mm. What about those 170 Nine. or whatever that just aren't going to even make it that far? All they get from most ATSs is a, you know, an email that says, sorry, this position's been filled. We'll consider you and blah, blah, blah. Do you think there's any better way in the bin? I don't yeah. know. You know, that's a, that's a problem that I that I don't know how we can solve. I'm sure that there's other solutions out there, but I I see that you know when when you you know when you post a job um, through a recruitment marketing platform, right, and you're not able to get the responses back because you get so many so many candidates, right? So you have an automatically yeah. generated response saying, you know, we'll be in touch if there's a fit. I hate that, like I because yeah. I've gotten those before. How do you tackle those? I mean, again, I'm so old school that I email every every candidate individually, and it takes up a lot of time. But I do well. I, so the candidates that I'm sorry, out, that, I'm sorry, that was a really bad laugh at what no, Laura no, no. just wrote. No, no, no. Oh, I didn't sorry, look badly at timed. I shouldn't have read that while you were speaking. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But um, I like when I go out sourcing, I go and I actually email every single candidate individually yeah. and I write down something about them. Like I noticed that you work at blah, blah, blah. Maybe it's not the right time to make a change from this company, you know, for this type of position. And I'll tell you something in, and especially with my client in Greece who I'm, I told him to be on here. I don't know if he's going to be watching this, but I get emails from What's people. His now. His name is George. There isn't a George. George with a long last Casey name. has just reappeared. No. Maybe he's watching him. Maybe he's watching. I think I, and, yeah, he might be watching on Facebook. But I told him, um, I mean, the responses that I get from candidates that I reach out to saying like, we've heard such amazing things about this company and wow, and thank you and this and that, you know, we're not interested in a move at this time, but you know, maybe in the future, like that feedback, I think stems from the personalization, right? Now, yeah. I can't email every, you know, if I've got 500 people that are applying, coming into clinch, for example, and I can't respond to all of them. A generating an automatic message um, that's as close to as personal as possible, I think would probably be the best solution, unless anybody knows of a solution out there that can do something better or different. And I've had this conversation with other people before, but there's not enough time to write a personalized message to every single person who's applied, right? And it See, sucks. I, so I think there's multiple points to that because I agree there isn't time, but you caught if you don't. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like somebody needs to offer a solution, but then I wonder. Clinch does this with mail merge. Tools. Okay, and I've talked to Shane about that, Casey, and that's what I want to do because you got so many people coming in, right? Yeah. And then you want to make sure that you message them, but you want to be personal about it, right? Yeah. So, Casey, call me when you're done. <laughs> call me when we're done. Think, I mean, even just that acknowledgement of you know, if I was in your shoes, I'd want to hear as well. 
and we know that you took time to do this and we appreciate that time yes you know we have been inundated we're doing everything that we can i think sometimes it's just using that u word and just being like appreciating the time they've taken because not everyone just goes bang and sticks it in a lot of people do change the wording on their resume or bring out a particular example or write a cover note or whatever it might be yeah. and it's such a horrible time looking for a job as well yeah um but yeah. i also go back to the you know we're obviously doing something a little bit wrong if we're getting 500 applications well well, well, yeah, five. Yeah. <laughs> or even two hundred. Like, I just wonder what what are we doing to get well, so any many? Big hmm? Any big company though gets crazy amounts of applications. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, a role or just in general? Both. Definitely, right. if you're like, especially like an executive assistant role. I mean, you're just going to get so many. There's yeah. just very. Or if hard. you have multiple postings, you know, if you have multiple postings, and you're get you're going to get spammed a lot too. So, yeah. you know, taking the time to filter through those resumes is, you know. It's it's takes a lot of time, but you're right. I think yeah. Um, I was flipping it around the other way for a second. So I'm just thinking of two people I know currently job hunting. Um, how do you feel if people circumnavigate them? Like they instead of just being one of the five hundred, they actually get to you some other way. They send you a yes, message. Yes. There's people who if you don't get a response, they'll find yeah. you a different way. And those are the people that I want to talk to, right? Yeah. I posted okay, cool. yes. I did I posted this um kind of like fear out there, right? We can't yes. do that. Oh my They're god, they like why not? Yes. yes. I posted um I think I posted something on LinkedIn the other day for a client, you know, looking to hire some folks and just put a little, you know, little blurb out there. And someone messaged me on LinkedIn. Um, and I didn't get to him in time. I think yeah. 24 hours passed, right? And I, I didn't see my LinkedIn oh, message. So, yeah, so my client uh, came to me and said, oh, FYI, um, we spoke with, you know, candidate, whatever his name was, and we're having him come in tomorrow to meet with the rest of the team. He looks great. We found, he, uh, he um, reached out from your LinkedIn post, right? So the fact that he messaged me on LinkedIn, I didn't get to him in time. But then he went and checked out the company and messaged yeah. the founder and the founder said, great, let's schedule a call. And so, I mean, I was, awesome. a little, I was a little pissed off because I went back to my client and I was like, damn it, you guys beat me to it, right? But then I was like, 24 hours, right? Yeah, but, 24 hours for someone that sits on LinkedIn all day. That's quite funny. Yeah, um, but, it, but, but you <laughs> know what? Who are the people using it? Recruiters. <laughs> But he went in and, and I mean, he, he went straight to that he, fearless, right? So he wanted the job and he went straight yeah. to the source and uh, he yeah. did that. That's you know, so and I, cool. I, and I get that. Like if I apply to a job, I'll try to follow up. You know, it's funny because yeah. Google, um, I have a friend who works at Google and I wanted to get a job there a couple of years ago. And he claims that yeah. you're, no matter what, you're never going to get an automated response. You'll get someone real reaching out to you. So he submits yeah. my resume via the ref their referral portal, right? And then like 24 yeah. hours later, I get the automatic response. <laughs> <laughs> you send it over. Okay, so I just want to say this so we get it on um, the recording because we stick this on YouTube as well. So Laura Hepka has said xCloud from Symphony Talent has a solution for doing this too. Ooh. So talking about the mail merging in the auto responses. So I think if you do what? that and get the wording right, yeah, that would work. One I've seen too is um company, it's fairly small called career arc mm. they will if you sign up with them they'll automatically send all those people um like a free access to their this online like career improvement tool so you, it tells you like you can do surveys about yourself to learn more about yourself more about the different kinds of companies mm -hmm, you want mm -hmm. matching. so it does get it's, it's pretty neat yeah. so everyone gets that they're that's not that's a really cool idea for like when you think about the going above and beyond mm -hmm. And yeah. how many people are they going to tell like, oh, wow, I went into the interview process with X and they did this. 
Yeah. yeah. I really wanted to help me. Yeah. Kind of cool. I think sometimes people just think like it's just too much work, right? It's just too much work, but mm. to create an automated message is not really, not really too much work. Yeah. Just again, you've just got to think about the power of social media and the amplification process. You know, back in the day, we still told 20 as opposed to the two when we had a good experience and it got passed on. But, you know, yeah. now it's like really getting passed on. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know. How, how, mad, how mad is the existence of this? So thank you, Rahul, for saying this is a brilliant session. You know, it, it's like, how did we get in contact? All of us was ultimately for me sharing my blog via Twitter that got me to SourceCon that I met Ange. I don't even, Audra and I met via Twitter. And again, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So I remember I I remember you had posted um a picture when you were in Greece with this little guy and I was like, "Wow, they serve little orange men at the cup the <laughs> cups in Greece." Like, "Oh, wow, that's great." And then and then I did a little research and then I sat behind you at SourceCon. Yeah. And I tweeted to you and I was like, "I'm right behind you." And you're like, "Nope, you're not. On the left or the right because there's a gentleman right behind oh, you." <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. That was yeah. really cool. But again, but yeah, it's that it's it all came from the whole, like all, all of mine has literally come from social media, all yeah. of it. And, yeah. and I'll get stuff and I'm not saying this to blow my own trumpet much as it sounds great. <laughs> I'm more saying it for the, sh it actually shocked me that there's, I'm speaking at a conference later in the year in Czech Republic and someone said, oh my God, I cannot wait to read, to meet you. I've read all your stuff. And you're just going, wow, my stuff hits the Czech Republic. That's so cool. Cause I don't know. I just stick it out on Twitter and off it goes. And you know, you don't think about it, but it, the reach that we all have, Looking yeah. at bee human men right in front of me. Oh, yeah. always remind me. See, I want to see photos of these bee human men out on the internet. That's what I really want. All right, I'll, ta I'll take a picture. I'll do a selfie. I'll post it. Yeah, I'll so currently I'm a bit worried. I'm just sharing too much cleavage. Okay? So no, you're good. <laughs> um, but to I actually, I have my, I have my bee human sticker actually right there in front of me on my, on the bottom of my computer thing. There we go. I just took a selfie. I'll send. I'll, yeah. I'll post it with a we little. Need to, I know, yes. Yeah, we need more of that. Because this whole thing, all of the candidate experience, all of our sourcing, all of our everything. Actually, I was yeah. talking to another client and they, he wanted me to take all the human bit out of my sourcing training. And I'm just going, why? I'm really not going to do that because you're just no. not, you're not getting it. If you're one, yeah. you're already telling me that candidates aren't responding and I know damn well it will be whatever the outreach wording is. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that word, sorry. Um, but I, and I know that and it's, I'm not, I'm not taking that out. I mean, think about it to what Audra's point was earlier when she said about applying, right? You know, oh. have the CEO go in and apply for the job. Yeah. Take, take a walk in their shoes, right? What exactly. did, I, think, I think we all talk about the same things in the industry, yeah. but we never really take the time to feel what it's like on the other side, right? On the, yeah. the recruiter outreach. Like if I was looking for a job mm. right now and I was interviewing, what would I want? You know, I yeah. want to be treated nice. I want, you know, I want to be, mm. I want to have transparency in the process and know exactly where I'm going to be going. So if you yeah. reverse the roles just for a minute, then you figure, well, that's all you have to do is just do that, right? Mm. I'm not going to take my time to apply to a job that's got 400 questions or, you know, whatever the case may be. And, you know, if I I'm show up and yeah, and if I show up and the hiring manager's not there, you know, like that's <gasps> going to, I've, I mean, I've had that happen. Like how could that happen? Chris. How can that Beanie's happen? in the house. Chris Raw. If you haven't, you haven't met Chris Raw yet, you're no. so going to meet Chris Raw. No, Let's bring Chris Raw to Greece. He can come and sit on our island with us. It's not so far for him. He's Let's on the way. Where's Boston, where is Chris? London, oh, there you go. Okay. Bring it all on, right. Bring it we'll Sorry, it. I just we'll saw that. Got all excited. No, that's okay. Um, Let's see. No, you know, you're absolutely right. And then you take somebody like my sister, bless her cotton socks. She ran her own business for 20 years. 
uh, event management. She can freaking do anything. Like that woman is <laughs> unbelievably talented. And what happens? Do you have a degree? No. Mm. Fail. Yeah. That's- she can't even get like an event administrator job. And she's just going, it's ridiculous. So, of course, I'm teaching her how to circumnavigate. But the fear of going around, I still think there's still a bit of that going on because we're probably way ahead of the curve when it comes to we'd happily go around and ring CEOs and all that kind of stuff. But what that your guy did, that's yeah. unusual. Like, is it, is it, is it true? Like for real these days that if a candidate doesn't match the do- the job description, like every single point that they're not going to get the job. Like that drives well, me crazy. No, but in the application, you know, when there's a tick box that says, yeah. And then they knock you back. She should lie. She's got Tell her to lie next time. <laughs> yeah, just to get through. Just to get through and then show herself, right? Like that drives yeah. me crazy. How can you have, how can you have all this crazy experience and then you don't have a degree and then you can't get the job? Like I don't, no. I, we need someone from a highly accredited university. Okay, I get it. But sometimes that, yeah, you know, that just doesn't work, you know? Yeah. My, my, you know, if you're my my orthopedic surgeon, yeah, I'm kind of going to care. Okay, but, you know, yes. if, if you're a recruiter, I'm not going to care. Like, exactly. you know, <laughs> do you have empathy and some intelligence and emotional intelligence and all of exactly. that? Exactly, exactly. Like, oh, we've got new people here, Mr. Andrew. Ooh. Hi, Andrew. Andrew. An application should be swipe right activity. Is swipe right to the positive or is that a negative? You're getting rid of them. Sorry, I don't actually know what that means. That's that app, isn't it? Tinder. Yeah. I'm glad you know what they're talking about. Well, no, I've heard of it. I've never, I'm not on it. (laughs) No way I feel that. But you know what? Ladders used to do that. I participated in the study a couple years ago. Ladders used to do that where you used to swipe left or swipe right for the resume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, Andrew, I have a degree in marketing from 20 years ago. It's wildly valid now. Insert sarcasm. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Hey, oh, degrees. So Chris Raw, Ernst and Young removed degree classification. Wow, from entry criteria as there's no evidence university equals success. Yeah, I would agree. Wow. I agree. I agree. On the show, you know I what? My my uh, I have a very close friend who is oh. has been working for Steve Madden for the past 20 years. She's Steve Madden's oh. right right hand woman. Um yeah. she, she finished high school and then went to New York because she wanted to be in the shoe business. And now she yeah. is his right hand man and has never yep. she, she didn't finish school my brother my brother never finished school and he's yep. got a, a restaurant you know so it's i, I yep. don't think I, I, didn't that, go, I didn't go to university i finished high school and that was it yeah i started so, uni was doing something stupid didn't know what i wanted to do at 19 or 17 or whatever i was left yeah started working and i think if there's a yeah. teachable skill right like if if you think about it the people that we work with are the people that we spend most of our time with whether it's in an office yeah. or remotely or whatever right so if that fits mm. not there if you don't like each other and that culture fits not there then who cares mm. i mean yeah there's mm. some skills that are not teachable but for the most part i think if the culture fits and something can be learned i'd rather work with someone like that right i want to like mm. the people that i work with not the guy who's just super smart but can't have a conversation with me Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That can Imagine, the company. I bet tenable you have degrees. Uh, it totally depends on what position. Oh, but oh. I wanted to say that also has to do with like gender diversity, where there's lots of research that if um, that the women will only apply if they fit like 100%. So if you say a degree and they don't have one, that they might not apply where a guy will. So that also can, it's interesting. Yeah. You're writing down descriptions about yeah. that. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited, slightly off topic, but you said the diversity word. And one of my speakers at the next Disrupt HR is brown, which means oh, she's a 
which means she, she would call herself brown because she's of Indian descent. And she got called out at my very first um, Disrupt HR. Someone said, like, look at the diversity in the room. There's only three brown people. And she what, died inside a little bit. And what she's saying is, am I getting the job because I'm a brown female or because I can do the job? And she's actually going to talk about that, like actually flipping it on its head. I can't wait. I'm so excited. So a complete change of subject there. Sorry, so it to be done. But you, yeah. Audra, reason mm -hmm. out. there's so much going on down there. I can't keep up. Oh my God, I know, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, Chris, the retail stuff, totally, right? Like, let's just- so what say say be Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Casey, most companies still won't look at non-degreed I know, it's- I'm changing that. Oh, I don't have one, so I'm doing all right. It must be because it's my own business. We changed a lot of our job descriptions to say um, must have, and preferred too. Yeah. So we put yeah. the degree for a lot of them when yeah. we can in yeah. preferred. I mean, if you must have Java development skills because the job mm -hmm. is a Java developer, I get that, mm -hmm. right? But you know, highly accredited university, you know, to, to to become a Java developer when you've got 15 years of experience working at Facebook or Google, like that that just doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> German. I'm glad you. Put, I know. I was. I knew what he meant because I've heard the word before. But it was like I hope Chris puts the subtitle for. <laughs> German for exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to throw in a Greek word now. I can't remember how to pronounce it. So annoying. It's gone out of my head. Never mind. Janelle. I can't remember. It's gone out of my head. Um, we're running out of time. How can there only be three minutes left? Oh, how no. did that happen? Um, I'm under an NDA, so I can't actually say which particular uh, company that we all know was talking to me about rearranging profiles, but they were going to bring education really visible and i'm going I, I i get that for grads but i don't get that for people who've got 10 years experience mm -hmm. or 12 because so many of us have a degree in something and then end up in a different direction altogether and i think plus yep. it would increase a whole load of bias because instead of reading the blurb and then getting to their education and seeing what school or university they were at you'd rule them out straight away it was quite mm -hmm. interesting Oh, wow. Jim's back just as we're finishing. Well done, well, Mr. Stroud. Well, see, now that he's here, we're going to stay on for another hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just bring him on. Are you dressed, Jim? <laughs> Get your makeup on. <laughs> bring him on, bring him on. So, oh Not my really. goodness. It goes so, Andy, so fast. Will you be at the next SourceCon? I will be at the next SourceCon. Uh, I will be um, speaking at LinkedIn Talent Connect in October. Uh, wow. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. And I'll be speaking at SourceCon in the spring. Oh, we're going to be at HireCon in September. HireCon. HireCon. Yep. Yeah, Katrina, yeah, everyone, you got to come in. Well, not unless I'm asked, no. Um, <laughs> so I'm um, Airy Full, and I've got one in Dallas as well, but I'm not at SourceCon. Not oh. in, no, not the next one. So, cool. Cool. Next well, week, we have Mr. Donovan. Is on next week, and you said he's bringing a guest, and I can't remember who you said because I haven't updated it yet. Audra, who did you say? Uh, oh, Abby, you know Abby. She's, Ooh, she's really yeah, love Abby. For some, for some reason, no. Casey didn't want to come on solo. Casey, Maybe what's wrong with you? I'm going to be at Abby's <laughs> office on Monday. Oh, nice. Yep, going. To that'd be fun. Monday's. We're talking about video, and there's like so <laughs> no, no relation to Crazy. no relation no. to downtown Abby. Abby from uh, Skill Scout. Yeah, no, that area looks really cool as well. Oh. Right. Out of time. I can't believe this has happened so oh my fast. God. Thank, you, awesome. thank you, thank you, thank you so you. much. Thank you so much for having Amazing me. I had so much fun. Do it again. And I've got all of my questions written down. 
as well. Customer service and all that, and a candidate experience, amazing. So thank you. So many insights. Pull the dogs out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's That's definitely awesome. dog barking, and that's not mine. They're out. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. SRC in January. Audra and I are there, of course. Yeah. Oh, in August. Maybe I'll have to go to that one. No, we're, we're going to Greece. No, we're to Jan. We do Jan. We have oh, a big okay. reunion Jan. every Jan in San Francisco. Yeah. I'll do January. I'll send yeah. Yeah. Send it. Send it to me, Audra. Okay. Cool. Cool. Ladies, thank, thank you. It was such well. an honor. Oh, oh. So so much fun. Thank you so no, much. Thank you. See you soon. Bye. Yes. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.